Where did Ask a Guru come from? So it actually just came to my mind when I was in, in a business school. It was like, so when we, when I was with my professor, he asked, we were in class. It was like one of the first days of class. He, and he was like, you know, all this music is out there, this digital music, and it's only growing more and more. We need, there's going to, there, we need to have a way to solve this problem. And we were all already divvied up into groups. And uh, I just, I just, you know, answered the question. Uh, we would have like a social curation platform and the name of it would be Ask a Guru. And everybody was like, wow, like that sounds like really good. That works. And it was like a light bulb moment. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career, and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to the PyWise podcast. Happy to have you here. And uh, today with me, I have a very special guest, Paul Naoji. Yes. Welcome, Paul. Welcome to PyWise podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Bob. Hello, world. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in Los Angeles and uh, loving life. Los Angeles, me calling in from Spain. So uh, we made it happen. <laughs> Julian is asleep, so uh, <laughs> you will have to listen to this. Cool. So yeah, why, why don't you um, introduce yourself to our audience? What do you do? How did you get into Python? And uh, yeah, tell us a bit about it yourself. Sounds good. Uh, hello again to the PyBytes uh, audience. Uh, my name is Paul Naoji. I'm the founder of Ask a Guru. I'm a software engineer and uh, I'm a Python lover. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, so are we. <laughs> so um, how did you get into Python? When did you start and how did you learn it? It's a great question. Uh, so Python for me um, was a language that I discovered along my software engineering journey. So actually how I got into programming was I was doing a master's uh, degree at the Berkeley College of Music in um, entrepreneurship and music business. And I had an idea for a music application and I was really, really passionate about it. Uh, the idea of, of it, of Ask a Guru, what, what became Ask a Guru is while I was at music school, we discovered sort of one of the things that we were talking about was the fact that with the amount of digital music out there in the world, it's, there's so much music out there and there's so much good stuff. You know, how do you, how do you find all that good stuff? And, you know, we, the idea came to me, I was like, Oh, wow. You know, a, a form of social curation, you know, having that friend who knows great music, having that always right by your side uh, on a platform, that would be great. Um, Cause I know like just, you know, growing up, I have like buddies of mine who, they put me on to really great bands and I just go down, you know, this rabbit hole of loving these bands and discovering so many cool things. And I was like, wow, like this is, you know, this is something that would be really cool if there was a platform where people could recommend songs, artists, and, you know, you could discover a lot of really cool music. So um, it was in the course of trying to make that a reality 
that I just decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to program and I'm going to just, you know, teach myself and lay the bricks because it was so difficult. You know, I'm a, I'm a college student, you know, starving and, uh, you know, it's so difficult to, you know, raise money and all that stuff. I don't have a rich uncle who can fund that. So I was like, you know, well, the best way to go about this, to ensure that this becomes a reality is to learn how to program myself. So it just, you know, that started me along my journey. Um, I started off with, you know, figuring out what, what JavaScript was, what HTML was. And it was actually at my second job working for Live Nation that I discovered Python and I just fell in love with it. It's just such a beautiful language, so clean, so easy to learn. And uh, once I discovered Python, I just kept up with it and fell in love with it. And, you know, here we are today. We just launched Ask Guru last month and it's, uh, it's, been, it's been a remarkable journey. That's awesome, man. I, I love that story uh, about how you had that idea and you put it into reality, uh, partly thanks to Python and, and what a motivation that is to learn language, right? To build your own. But well, I think it's now a side gig, I guess, but definitely an awesome idea. So yeah, yeah that's really Thank cool. You. Thank you. So tell me a bit about uh, the stack. Sure. Yeah. So we're using Python on the back end. And that was one of the decisions that we had to make is, you know, what is the best um, foundation to lay as we, as we, you know, scale the application. So we were using Flask. Um, I'm big on Flask. Uh, I know that there are other frameworks that are emerging, but that's what we're using right now. And I, I really am digging it. And also um, we use Vue.js on the front end. I'm also really a fan, a fan of Vue.js. It's really simple, easy, gets the job done. Uh, of course, you know, HTML, all that good stuff. But yeah, Python, Flask, good to go. Nice. So if you have Vue.js and Flask, does that mean that the front end is pretty decoupled from the back end? Like Flask is more like a bunch of endpoints, almost an API, and, and Vue is calling those endpoints? Exactly. That's exactly you know the, the framework and the architecture that we, we've gotten. That's actually one of the things that we're focusing on is trying to decouple that as much as possible, have that separation of concerns, because you know, as we scale... It's just a, a lot easier. It's cleaner. You can plug different things into that API. And uh, yeah, it really works. It really works well for us. Nice. Yeah, that allows you to, as hopefully, you know, this startup grows to have a back-end team and a front-end team, right? And they don't yeah. necessarily have to know the whole stack. Yeah, exactly. And kind of the way it works right now um, with our team is uh, I'm doing, I, I created a lot of the back-end stuff. And then my buddy, James Scolamieri, he's doing a lot of the front end stuff. And uh, so it's, it's already kind of working that way. Nice. Imagine heaven. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And what were some technical challenges you faced when you were building this? Does anything come to mind? Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where uh, you have the idea of what you want to build and then it's the whole process of getting the foundation laid and then adding all the components that you need in order to make the magic happen. So things like um, one of the things that I was really keen on for the platform is we wanted to have the ability to play the music 
through the platform. And so the way that we solve that is to integrate with the Apple Music API. And so just, you know, connecting to an API to stream music uh, in real time through the application, that was one of the challenges that we had to face. And it was kind of like shopping around for, you know, what was the best thing that we could use and uh, Apple Music right now, that works great for us. And we're in the process of trying to make the platform streaming agnostic, which means that we want to be able to support Spotify and Deezer and SoundCloud and whatever music streaming uh, uh, the, our users use. We want to be able to facilitate all of that in the platform. So just getting that to work with our architecture and view, just getting everything to work, play nicely with one another, that was you know one of the challenges yeah so now uh, you went with apple music and that was just one of the apis you ultimately need to use right i mean then yeah. you probably need spotify later on was this just the most straightforward one to pick first or um, how how came that decision about yeah it really uh you know for me it was kind of just like doing my research on the apis that were out there that existed and then trying them, like, you know, just seeing which one was the easiest to integrate. And I, I played around with, you know, different ones. And I just, I, I felt like the Apple Music API was the was the easiest to integrate with. And, uh, you know, once once we got it working, it was like, you know, worked, worked like a charm. And uh, so, yeah, that's why, that's why we went with that, you know, initially. And now we're at the process of, you know, adding the rest and it's, it feels good to get one. Now you just got to get the rest. Yeah. Cool. No, I tried it the other day and uh, it's really nice. Uh, I think I got you on some music and you got me on some music and it all happens kind of magically or serendipitously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was I, really I, cool. I Thank you, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I really, I went down this uh, drum and bass rabbit hole, just discovering a whole bunch of cool stuff. And that's the beauty of Ask a Guru is that, you know, you discover these really cool songs and um, I, I discover so many cool songs and I'm really glad that you that you did. And uh, that's what we've got for our users. Yeah, I was listening to a song and all of a sudden the next song was something I really liked. And I think it wasn't even machine learning that did that, but uh, or maybe it was, but there's, there's definitely some magic uh, going on there. So yeah, it's actually... It's actually you know, the whole, the way it works is that it's users recommending those songs. So it's like the, you know, they're based on the song, the previous song that played the, you know, the, the people from all over the world, they go, Oh, this is a great song. I think that this song would be great next. And that's what, you know, differentiates us from, you know, other music applications is like, instead of a Pandora computer algorithm, you know, recommending something that you might uh, think you might expect coming you know with human curation it's a lot more exciting in it and it usually does the trick and those playlists become playlists once the user uh accepts them and so that's what yeah. uh, the world gets to listen to yeah that's really cool because i mean i'm not using that many services but um I, i've used spotify I still use it and you have the radio feature i think all they have some sort of radio feature and Often they're pretty good, but sometimes it doesn't really make sense. Um, but then if you compare it to books, for example, how many times have you purchased a book based yeah. on on a recommendation from a friend? I mean, that's super powerful and often also accurate. Um, so that, that's really cool. Thank yeah. you. 
So shifting gears a bit to the entrepreneurial side, how, so you have the, well, MVP, well, more than MVP, it's, it's running, it's live. Yeah. Now it's time to grow it, right? Because <laughs> we're engineers and uh, don't think like build it and they will come because that's not how it works, right? So how do you go about promoting this idea or turning this app startup into a bigger business? How do you decide on new features? How do you work with your audience? Yeah, that's, you know, that's a great question because um, we're a lot of, of, of us were primarily engineers and uh, then it's like, you know, once you create something cool, it's you, you go down the whole process of learning about how to be a good business person and how to be a good entrepreneur. And it's definitely a journey. And uh, one of the things that we're doing right now is we're talking to venture capitalists and looking for investors, uh, seed funding and all that good stuff. So a lot of what I'm doing right now, in addition to still doing um, some programming is, uh, you know, just interacting with different people, getting feedback, getting guidance on uh, what are the things that we want to consider as we grow, as we scale, you know, what's the, what's your, what's your game plan and just, you know, going through the whole process of pitching yourself um, to investors. It's like, that's always one of those things that's, that's daunting, but you know, some people they've got like, you know, people that they just focus on, on that side of things. Like you, you might imagine with a Snapchat, you know, Evan Spiegel, just, you know, he's, he's focused on that. But uh, as a, as a guy who's um, an engineer and uh, the entrepreneur, the, the founder, it's, uh, it's just one of those things where it's exciting to challenge myself in that way to, you know, go about asking for the money um, in order to grow. And uh, so that's what we're doing is growing the team right now. Um, as we're looking for more funding, um, we're still growing the team. Actually, the, the all the Slack messages that are coming in are from our iOS engineer right now, Adrian Tineo. He's a great guy. He's actually in Spain as well. So uh, yeah, that's what you know. That's what we're doing is building out the team, uh, continuing to build out features, but also thinking on the business side how we can partner with 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 uh, investors who believe in our vision in order to keep growing. Yeah, that that's like a super valuable skill, right? In order how to pitch that that app idea and and think about the different kind of stakeholders and uh, you know why would you invest in the idea? So. Right, a bit like looking forward and like two or three years um, down the road. But what is your vision for for this app? How how will it look? Yeah, that's a great question. Two to three years from now, I really see uh, a lot of growth on the platform. Definitely, um, we we envision ourselves as having a lot of users. I would love to get to that um, million user mark by then. Hopefully, even more than that. Um, but we definitely want to add a lot of the features that are coming on the pipeline. We've got a lot of exciting things for our users. Um, of course, we want to have a lot of the, the, you know, sort of the limitations that we've got right now, have them solved, be able to support streaming on all the different platforms, have a lot of more cool features that are really exciting that we've got. Um, we'd like to grow the team um, to, a, to, a, to a point where, we're able to do a lot of the other cool stuff that we're doing and, you know, grow the, grow out the business side. You know, we want to be profitable and reward our investors. So I think that within two to three years, we'll have a lot of considerable growth and um, 
it'll just be continuing to make the platform more magical. Yeah, it's uh, as Michael Jordan said, right? My biggest endorsement is my play, right? At the end, if the app is having all these killer features, then the growth should be a natural consequence. But on that note, like how, I mean, a million is, is a lot of users, right? So yeah, how do you spread the word? Is Do you have some sort of growth hacking going on? Is there some sort of gamification for people signing up if they invite their friends? Or how do you grow such an audience? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's actually one of the challenges is like, you know, you can have a really cool idea, um, but how do you how do you grow the numbers? And again, it's like, you know, I'm primarily an engineer, somebody who had a good idea, made it a reality. And then it's like, okay, what's the next thing you have to solve is like, okay, how do you how do you get a lot of users? And um, like you said, I think that having great features, really delivering the magic, the bottom line is you know, users discovering new music, users having, uh, going on these sonic journeys that, that are just like, they blow other playlists out of the water. And I think if we do that, we're going to grow our numbers, but we definitely want to, you know, partner with different growth hackers, uh, myself become a, a growth hacker, um, get the word out in different ways, whatever press runs we can do, um, different creative ideas like um, marketing at um, festivals and marketing at shows and just, you know, getting, getting the music lovers, people that already love music to, you know, experience what we, what, what we offer. And it's one of those things like, you know, um, at least in my case, and I think you as well is when you experience, like when you hear of a, a, a band or, or you go to a show and you're like, Oh my gosh, that show is amazing. You know, you tell your friends a lot of times, you try to get your friends to experience what you've experienced. And so we're, you know, we believe that a lot of word of mouth and, you know, a lot of marketing online and uh, just, just going through the whole process, um, guerrilla marketing, eventually we'll, you know, get our name out there and people will check out what we're doing. And uh, I'm confident that we'll be able to grow our numbers going that route. Yeah, and and what you said about the affiliation, I think it's also important. Like you, you inevitably have a small bubble, but if you partner up with people, you open up to wider audiences, right? So, um, yeah. but I also agree. Like the best promo is the word of mouth, right? If you yeah. give an excellent service and you have a wow factor, people just start talking about it, right? And then that right. can be exponential. Cool, mm -hmm. cool. So last question then, um, how important, so in this whole venture, this whole starting your business and, and applying your coding skills to this big idea and, and how you run it day to day now, how important is leadership and mindset in all this? And uh, did you learn any unexpected lessons so far? Yeah, you know, I honestly think that leadership is one of the the biggest things when it comes to doing something like this, you know, having an idea, making it a reality. Because for me, when I, when I had the idea for Ask Guru, I was, I think I was, you know, I'm still young right now uh, at 29, but I was like 20, I think it was 23 or, or 22 going on 23. Like my birthday was a couple of days right after. And I was so young and, you know, you don't know how much you don't know when you're that age. Um, and it's, it's like one of those things where 
when you when you're trying to make something a reality, then you have to overcome all of the challenges that come with that, like all of them. And a lot of it is, you know, you've got to, of course, for me, I had to solve the technical challenges, being the person who made the first version of it. But I also had to do all the other things like pitching and coming up with the idea. And so when it comes to that, you learn that the soft skills are really important. Like little things like faith, (laughs) belief in yourself that you could do it, belief, you know, having family around you, having a support system, staying with something, even though you can't see it, you know, just knowing that you're laying a brick at a time, inspiring people like your team to continue to work and, and build something. Um, that Those are leadership lessons that I learned, I had to learn, you know, just by going through the process. And I think that I wouldn't have been able to make it to the point that I've got right now uh, without learning those leadership things. And like, for instance, I just, I just finished a book. Um, it's a translation by uh, Stefan, uh, I think it's Stefan Miller, who uh, he translated um, the Epic of Gilgamesh. And I'm like, I'm reading these different stories. And I, I try to, you know, when I'm not programming, try to read something that I think makes me a better person. And, you know, one of the things that I, I, I learned is just the the whole thing about staying with the process. And no matter you know, when you, when you want to do something and make it a reality, just staying the course and no matter how scary it gets as the person who's, you know, the person who's maybe I'm considered the leader, you just got to keep, you know, know where the North star is always keep walking in the direction, no matter what's going around. If you just keep on taking those steps, you know, you get there. And so that's, I just, I think that's one of the things that I learned is uh, just, as a leader, just keep on walking forward and just uh, keep making progress every day. Eventually, you'll 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 be really really proud of how far you've come, and you'll get to the destination. But most importantly, it's the journey. Mm, beautiful, I love it. It's uh, it's partly a leap of faith, right? And uh, it's how you're driving through the mist, and you only see like a meter ahead, and you have to kind of trust that that <laughs> destination will be somewhere. But yeah. at this moment focus on that one or two meters that you're that you're seeing and just execute the task right it's very yeah. easy to get distracted and and to fall in that shiny new object syndrome and but look at you know these these founders um how focused they were like yeah. remember that facebook story if you like facebook or not doesn't matter it's like when they were growing like i think noah kagan is talking about that a lot like uh, yeah. mark i want to do this and that and and he won't always answer like does it contribute to the growth of facebook right they're so tunnel visioned and and i think it you have to be if you have you're on that mission right and uh, yeah. and the other thing i think from napoleon hill is like that sentence always in my head like they stopped two inches from gold like they were digging the whole time and then they gave yeah. up but they were so close to that success but it, t- it takes a long time you know it's uh yeah. Uh, what's the quote the overnight success after 20 years right i mean <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's yeah. such an interesting principle and that's really it is uh yeah along the way you you just got to stay at it so many people they never knew how close they were and you just got to stay the course and 
and it it helps to stay the course when you truly love what you're doing. You know, like for me, no matter what, I went to music school because I, I love music so much and I, I love to share music. So for me, Ask a Guru is the best way to share music, period, you know, and uh, to learn about different bands and, you know, like have a great playlist. So for me, I was, I just, I could never really even imagine giving up because it's like, I still would be sharing music. So this is the best way to do it. Yeah, you would even do it if it would be only for for you and one other friend, right? If it would solve his or her problem, that that (laughs) that's such a passion. Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool. Where can our audience try out the app? Uh, Is it askguru.com or we will link it below anyway? But yeah, yes, askguru.com. You check it out. We're live. Let us know what you think. We know that you'll love it. But yeah, you know, it's always great to get your feedback. So askguru.com, the iOS application, Android are coming by the end of the year. Um, but yeah, you can check it out. Now we're live. Awesome. And where can they find you? I mean, you're in our community, but are you also on yes. Twitter or somewhere? Yes, I'm on. Um, you can, uh, you know, chat with me on PyBytes on the, in the Slack, you know, join PyBytes. Great. And uh, yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, Paul Cineogi. You can uh, follow us on our socials. I'm also on Instagram, bdude triple underscore, and uh, love to reach out and chat with all of you. People go ch- try out this app and uh, send Paul a message if you like, and, and if you have any suggestions. Any final shout out? Yes, I would love to shout out my mom and dad, my brother, and thank you guys for all of your support thus far. My brother is actually, I've got a twin brother. He's, he's great. He's, he's got his own applications. He's uh, creating an application called Wazzle. It's a contact management system. So, you know, check, look that, look out for that. Um, I'd also like to shout out Sabio. That was the programming bootcamp where I, I learned my first uh, bits of code and they've been so supportive. I'm really grateful to Gregorio and Liliana and a uh, shout out to my team, uh, James Golomieri, Adrian Tenail, you guys are doing a great job. Uh, shout out to Berkeley College of Music, Emilian, Gabby, Nico. Thank you guys for standing by me in the early days. And uh, shout out to all of our users on the platform. You guys are what make Ask a Guru so great. Love all you guys. And lastly, a big shout out to you guys at PyBytes. You guys are doing a great job. And honestly, Bob, like for... For so long, even before you even knew about Ask a Guru, you've been one of those guys, you know, checking up on me and you know, helping me on my Python journey. And I, I really do thank you so much. You guys do a great job. Thanks, man. That means it means a lot to us. So uh, thanks for that shout out. And uh, yeah, our pleasure. Can I say one more thing? I just want to say to anybody who ever had an idea, go for it. Just go for it. Enjoy it love the journey and you know don't let anybody tell you you can't do something yeah a lot of people you know some people say you can't do something just just go out and do it and uh you know enjoy the journey you know especially for uh african americans um and people who um you know are are new to this if you have an idea and no matter what anybody else says you know, really just go for it. And I think there's so many great opportunities in tech for under, you know, for communities and people who 
never they never thought they had a way out of a certain environment or life. But you know, uh, tech has has been a really big blessing for me and for a lot of people. So you know, you know, go for it. There is no overnight success, but you know, if you stay at it, you will be very grateful that you did. So uh, I believe in you if nobody else does. And there's a whole community that will support you. I know Pi Bytes has helped me. So. Oh yeah. If you share it on the, if you share it on Pi Bytes, you definitely get support. And the other thing is imposter syndrome, right? It takes a lot of courage to go through the journey, but the only way is to actually go through it, right? You have to become uncomfortable to grow. Otherwise it won't happen. Exactly. Don't listen to the naysayers. (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. You can do it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Paul. You have a great rest of your day. Thanks again. And uh, yeah, you stay in touch. You too. We will. Definitely. All the best. Cheers. Cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to pybyte slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.